Jasmine and Beauty Podcast starts right now. Because the Yankees today completed their successful backing into the postseason. They will host I, <laughs> the wild card game on Tuesday. Well, backed in for home field advantage. Well, absolutely. They, the Yankees had to win one game this weekend against the Orioles, and they couldn't. They lost all three. They lost a doubleheader yesterday. They lost today. And they backed in because the Arizona Diamondbacks did the, the Bronx Bombers a, a solid by taking down the Houston Astros today out in Arizona. So the Yankees will host the one-game wildcard playoff on Tuesday. The NL wildcard playoff will be on Wednesday. That's between the Cubs and the Pirates. Both teams had historically good regular seasons, and it's going to come down to one game for all four of the teams involved in the first round of the wild card. I mean, you look at the Cubs-Pirates uh, game. I mean, these are two teams that won, you know, 97 and 98 games. These are these aren't like your typical wild card teams. These teams, if they were in any other division, win their division by you know nine games. If one of these teams is in the in the NL East, I mean, the Mets won 90 games. Pirates win the division by eight games. So th- these are two really good teams. I think it's going to be a heck of a matchup. And you look at the Yankees. And the Astros, man, Keiko's going to be tough. And I know he's given the Yankees fits this year thus far. But I like the game at Yankee Stadium. I think it's going to be uh, that's going to play into the Yankees' favor, obviously. I think when you have these one-game playoffs, these game sevens, so to speak, home field advantage means everything. And the Yankees are very fortunate, even though they didn't win, that they were able to get some help from the Diamondbacks and, and have that home field advantage on Tuesday night. And, and here's my thing with the Yankees, and this cause for concern because they didn't play well backing in. We made the joke, they're backing in, they parked the car, they put it in the reverse, and they tried to park. But I'll say this about the Yankees. In 2000, for example, they lost their last seven games. They lost 15 out of 18 games they played in September. We all know what happens in 2000. They beat the Mets in the World Series. But I think So how you end, my point is how you end your season doesn't necessarily reflect how you're going to do in the postseason. It doesn't. It doesn't. But oftentimes you're going into a situation here where we're not playing a, a best of seven. We're not playing a best of five. It's one game. It's one game. And we'll see if guys are, are ready to play. If Tanaka, honestly, we could talk in baseball about matchups and whatnot. But at the end of the day, baseball is pretty simple in the sense that if your starting pitcher does not give you a good performance, it's going to be very tough to win, let alone win a playoff game. I don't care where the game is. And the bottom line is for the Yankees, Mashiro Tanaka, you pay him all this money. He's your ace in that rotation. He's the guy that they picked to pitch this one-game playoff. And, and they, they know for a while they, they were going to be in. They need a big performance out of him. It's this, all, it's is on him. Pay, this is why you brought him from Japan last year. Last year, the Yankees did not make the playoffs. So And you know Tanaka got hurt late, and there was really... The games were washes by the time he got back. It didn't mean much. The Yankees missed the postseason last year. But this is why you brought him in, to pitch in a Game 7. And that's what this is. This is a Game 7. Single game elimination. And uh, Tanaka's got to bring his A game. Because you said it, Jake. He goes out there and gives up four runs in the first three innings. Yankees probably aren't winning the game against Dallas Keuchel. With the way he's pitched, especially against the Yankees this year. So. And here's the thing with the wild card, too. Dallas Keuchel, for all we know, can go out there on Tuesday and not have his A stub. Maybe he gives up two runs in the first inning. That could be the difference in this game, and it's the same thing with Tanaka. So the thing with a one-game playoff is, I mean, you just don't know. You get there, you flip a coin, you hope that your starting pitcher can give you a good performance. But if they can't, I mean, the leash on Masahiro Tanaka is going to be very short. The Yankees are going to take him out if they have to in the second inning if he's not pitching well and if he's allowed a run or two. You just don't have enough uh, you know, leeway as you do in a regular season game because this is, in theory, this is a Game 7. You have to win this game. If you lose, your season is over. And it sounds blunt, it sounds harsh, you play 162 games, but this is what baseball wanted. They wanted the emphasis on winning the division, and now the Yankees are in a scenario where they must win on Tuesday to go on and face the Royals in the first round. And listen, they did it to themselves. They had this division one, it looked like, in July. The Blue Jays got hot. They played better down the stretch. They made the plays when they had to, and they won uh, the division fairly. 
and they deserve credit for that. But now it's up to the Yankees. They're playing this game at home. They backed into it, but it's at home. Let's see a big-time pitching performance from Tanaka. Let's see if they can get a lead for this bullpen. And let's see if some guys in this lineup can step up and, and deliver a big-time game when there's runners on, big two-out hits. That's what you need to win one-game playoffs. And that's what really has plagued the Yankees over the last week. You know, I know they clinched against Boston, but they lost three out of four to the Sox. And here getting swept by Baltimore, they have not hit. Now for the better part of better part of you know 13 days, they really their offense just hasn't been there consistently. And again, you you approach the one game playoff and you got to bring your A game. And, and this poses this poses me another question to you, Jake, with the issues that the Yankees have had in middle relief, which you're already binder Joe. I know you call him. Is this something that concerns you in a one game playoff? If you get to a point where fifth sixth fifth sixth inning maybe the game's tied at one well i'll tell you what if chris caperwana was in the game tomorrow or on tuesday then yes this would concern me but here's the thing joe girardi you know i don't want to say that you know he has to manage this game great because i don't think the game's going to come down to a, a joe girardi decision it might it's you know it's one game everything you do is going to be judged but i really think this game is simple dallas keichel has owned the yankees all year if he owns them again it really doesn't matter what this offense does really doesn't matter what tanaka does if keichel's on his game that changes everything, but he's a different pitcher away from Houston. I know he's pitched well against the Yankees in the past, but that's why it was important for the Yankees to be playing this game at home. They played better in the Bronx. They hit more home runs in the Bronx. Tanaka's a better pitcher in the Bronx. It makes sense for where the Yankees are at right now to have that home field advantage. And listen, they didn't earn it. They backed into it, but at the end of the day, they have it, and now let's see if they can take advantage of it on Tuesday night. And again, it comes down to the fact that you gotta. It's got to be a big start of Tanaka. This is why, you know, again, you're reiterating it, but this is why you paid Masahiro Tanaka the big bucks. This is why you brought him here. This is why you paid uh, the posting fee to, 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 to negotiate with him, to get him here, to pitch this type of big game. And uh, they need an A performance. They really do. And they need him to get at least six innings, at least six to seven innings in, solid innings in. They're going to need that because you do not want to go into a situation where – He's at 98, 99 pitches in the fourth or fifth inning, and he's tanking. And you have to go into the middle relief. You know, not necessarily Miller Batances, but it's too early for that. And you have to go into the middle relief in a one- or two-run game. That concerns me with the way Joe Girardi has handled the bullpen over the last two or three weeks and and, and what has happened with the Yankees' middle relief. I, that concerns me. They need seven innings out of Massey, six or seven innings at least out of Masahiro Tanaka. They need a really good performance out of him. And the thing is with Tanaka is he's either really good of late or he's been really bad. His last start off the hamstring injury, he wasn't very good. He allowed four runs and I think five innings, if I remember correctly. And that's going to lose the game. It's not going to beat Dallas That's not going to beat Dallas Keuchel. And listen, Houston's a different team on the road. But in, here's the bottom line. You could break down the series any way you want, but it comes down to what I was just saying. If your starting pitcher is off for even an inning, that could be the difference in advancing or not. And that's the danger you get into when you don't win your division, when you let Toronto win the division, and now you back your way in and it comes down to one game. Well, this is what Major League Baseball wanted a couple of years ago when they implemented the second wild card. They wanted to make an emphasis on winning the division. Years past it, you know, it didn't matter. You win the wild card, you're still going to the divisional round. It, it didn't really matter. Now it makes all the difference in the world winning that that division as opposed to the wild card. And, and you're right. You credit the Blue Jays. They made the trades. They made the acquisitions they've had to make to uh, put themselves in a position where, you know, they're going to they're, – they're a 93, 94-win team and, you know, going to the divisional round as the American League East champions. But, again, 
They need Tanaka to have a big start, and they need their bats to come alive. They well, they need, need A-Rod. They need McCann. They need I mean, A-Rod. it's October. Carlos Beltran. This is he why does. you bring in Carlos Beltran for games like this, for the big moments. Carlos Beltran is one of the best postseason hitters of our generation. In a one-game playoff, he's the guy you want up in the big spot. He has to come through if he's given the opportunity to do so. Well, I think A-Rod, too. A-Rod and Beltran, you know, again, to share and not being in the lineup, you're, you're asking a lot out of Greg Bird. I know he's played ve- he's played extremely well, but, again, you get into October. How's he going to play? How's he going to deal with that pressure, Yankee Yankee playoff baseball? I mean, it's going to be a different atmosphere on Tuesday night, unlike he's ever seen before in his baseball career. So, again, they really need A-Rod. They really need you said it, Carlos Beltran, a tremendous postseason hitter, an all-time great postseason hitter, to, to, to come alive. But, again, the Yankees' bats just have, have been pretty cold. And I'll tell you, weeks. another guy that has to start playing better, has to start hitting, has to start hitting on Tuesday or the season could be over, Brett Gardner. He's a guy that was an all-star. He's down and he's kind of tanked second half of the season. I mean, he's What's a, he hitting, 210 the second half? He's hit about 200, 210, whatever it is in the second half. And the bottom line is with Brett Gardner, he had a great first half, obviously, hit over 300. He was very deserving of being an all-star in Cincinnati this year. But Brett Gardner's got a hit, and one of the reasons why the Yankees built themselves up a seven-and-a-half game lead in this division that I was willing to wager with a good buddy of mine that they were going to hold on even after these moves made by the Toronto Blue Jays. You wagered that? I, I made a wager. I oh, made a wager. How much? Uh, you know, it was a friendly wager. A friendly wager? Friend, friendly wager with a good buddy. But the bottom line is I was willing to do that because they had Brett Gardner. They had Ellsbury. They had A-Rod hitting. They had McCann. They had share at the time. This offense was scoring the second-most amount of runs in baseball and the Blue Jays made their moves, I didn't think it really mattered because I didn't think they would play this poorly in the second half. And, you know, it's not even like the Yankees played this poorly the entire second half. The Blue Jays were just so hot, and they deserved the division. But now, Dan, as you were just saying, it comes down to one game, and guys in this offense, guys in the middle of this lineup, are going to have to be your run producers if they want a shot. And it's not only that the the Blue Jays played extremely well. It's that they beat the Yankees when they had to. They really did. I mean, that series, what was it, three weeks ago where they took three out of four? Was it two weeks ago where they took three out of three four? Three out of four. And, and that was it. And then the that Yankees went in Toronto, and we said the division race is over unless they take two out of they three to, to cut it down to two games. Yep. They got beat two out of three. The division lead it. went up to four, and that was really it. I mean, I really thought I really thought I was very confident in the Yankees winning the division up until that um, that series, uh, the four-game series where they lost three out of four. And now I'm like, it's, they're not coming back from that. And and that was the series too. And remember, Troy Tulowitzki hasn't played since that series. We haven't seen Troy Tulowitzki. Well, I, I haven't heard. What's his status for the postseason? I think he should be back. So I, there's talks that he should be ready to go. So they, they we'll had, look that up, but so I'm pretty they, sure Troy Tulowitzki should be ready. So think about this: the Toronto Blue Jays had no problem uh, taking care of business the last three weeks of the season without their star acquisition at the trade deadline, Troy Tulowitzki. That's how good the Toronto Blue Jays have played. And the Blue Jays will take on the Rangers in the first round. Just taking a look at the rest of. The American League, obviously, Yankees, Astros. We were just talking about that, looking at the AL picture. That's on Tuesday. Wednesday, we talked about it. Cubs, Pirates, the winner of that game will take on the Cardinals. Mets, Dodgers, we'll get into that in just a second. But the Blue Jays will take on the Rangers, who clinched the um, the American League West today. Unbelievable story for them. What they a were season. So what far out of it. Half. They get Cole Hamels. They get hot. They played unbelievable in the second half. And you give them credit because they win the division. But Dan Schulman of ESPN just tweeted that Dallas Keuchel's numbers in two starts against the Yankees this year, 2-0 and in 16 innings pitched. He's only allowed nine hits, hasn't allowed an earned run, one walk and 21 strikeouts. That's, that's scary. If he's anything close to that on Tuesday, it's going to be very tough for the Yankees to win this game. That's scary. That's very scary. And just talking about the, uh, the American League West, what a story the Texas Rangers this year. I mean, it looked like that not only were the Houston Astros going to win the American League West – 
that they were going to they were going to have home field in the first round. That's how well they were playing going into late July. I mean, they had this division one. They had an eight and a half game lead on the Texas Rangers when Cole Hamels was acquired. And Tulo is back. He's played, so he'll be ready to go for the postseason. So Tulo's going to be ready to go. But the bottom line is, I mean, you can't say enough about uh, how well the Texas Rangers have played. I, they they've played unbelievable baseball, and the Tex and to their credit. I mean, to, maybe not to their credit, but to their uh, to their luck. I mean, the Houston Astros have tanked here, and it really is. I mean, you want to talk about a collapse? The Houston Astros really collapsed. If it wasn't for the second wild card being implemented, we would be talking about an epic, an all-time epic collapse by the Houston Astros. But here's the thing with the Astros: they're a very young team. They weren't expected to do this, and but they kind of they kind of tailed off. But to their credit, they found a way. They had to win games late. No, the past did. week they've had to win games, and they've been able to do so. So they're in the playoffs. Doesn't I'm matter just, how they did I'm it. Saying, now it's on Keiko. All I'm saying is, is that if this was 2009, 2010, we're talking about an all-time collapse. We're talking talking about a team that just, just collapsed. I mean, let's think about it. The, the wild card was the way it was in 2007, 2008. The Mets make the playoffs. Exactly, and we're not talking about That's what I'm saying. We're not talking about an 07, 08 Mets collapse because they're in as wild card teams. So I just think as far as the Houston Astros this year, I think the Houston Astros have played so poorly that I, I, I can't say I expect them to come out and play and play great baseball on Tuesday night. Now let's switch to the Mets because I know we got to touch on them. You're a big Mets fan. Everyone who listens to the show knows uh, yes. Dan's passion for the Mets. Some of our uh, APs are Mets fans. Jackson Mike Roberts. Avensky. Look at Mike Avensky. Avensky. I mean, Avensky, Mets sure Avensky sleeps, uh, he sleeps at Mets tidy whities The guy loves and the Mike Mets Avensky's so much. Mike a huge Mets fan. He's screening the he's phone a, calls he's tonight. He's Mets fan. So when you call up the show, you're talking to a big Mets guy. That concerns you. We're I going mean, back, Mike. You gotta, We're going back to the playoffs. Yankee fans putting you on the Periscope. Well, you know, we got Yankee fans on the Periscope over there. Is that what's going on? Oh, uh, Yankee fans putting you guys on the Periscope. Oh, right, yeah. So just, you know. Yeah, we got uh, Reed Keller uh, on the Periscope duty, so. And he's obviously a big Yankee fan and Giants fan wearing his Giants jersey yep. after the Giants win tonight. But you know what? It's exciting. Mets are going back to the playoffs. They won today. And I think them just eclipsing 90 wins is just a testament of, of how well they've played. I mean, I did not think in my wildest dreams that the Mets would win 90 games this year. And and uh, and they did with the win today with the Curtis Granderson home run in the eighth inning to seal the win. But uh, 90 wins for the Mets this year. Well, and, and, and now, but now it gets started. Now they got to go into L.A. You're taking on... Uh, the, a Dodgers team that has a lot to prove. They're they obviously do. a team that has been picked by many to win the World Series the past couple of years, and they've fallen short. In particular, Clayton Kershaw hasn't always been his best in the postseason, so there's a lot of pressure on both teams. I said this to you earlier off the air. I really believe that the Mets playing on the road is not the worst thing because now they only have to take one game in L.A., and then you go back to the city field with the series, hopefully tied 1-1. Well, I agree with you, and, and again, I'm not, especially in baseball, I'm not a huge uh, home field advantage guy. And especially with how well the Mets have played on the road in the second half of the season. I mean, they were, uh, just to give everyone perspective, they were 15 games under 500 in July on the road. They finished with a game over 500. That's how well the Mets have played on the road in the second half of the season. So, again, it's a, am I disappointed? Yeah, I would have liked to see them have home field advantage because if the series went five games, I would go to the game. So, I mean, that's that's more of the reason why I'm upset. But, again, I don't think it means as much in baseball. And statistically and, and scientifically it's been proven that it's not the biggest deal um, especially early on here in the in the divisional series, but I agree with you. I think the Dodgers have a lot to prove here. The Dodgers are a team that has come in the last couple of years, huge payroll, Magic Johnson owning the team, new ownership. They, there's a lot of buzz the last couple of years. They out killed in LA. John Mattingly there every year, as and, if it's his fault. And 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 they they haven't been able to get over the hump. There is huge pressure on the Los Angeles Dodgers here to not only win this series, but but get to a World Series. I mean, they they have an extremely high payroll, and they're expected to win and win right now. So I think there's a lot of pressure on the Dodgers. I, I, for, as far as the Mets are concerned, listen, the Mets have had a heck of a season. 
But there is very, I, I think personally, there's very little pressure on the Mets here. I think the pressure is all on the Dodgers because the Dodgers are the team that's supposed to be here. The Mets are the team that was supposed to win 79, 80 wins and finish 12 games behind the Nationals. So I, I think the Mets are in a good spot. And I agree with you. You only have to win one in L.A., get the series back to City Field, tied 1-1, and we've seen them how well the Mets have played at home this year. Well, now the Mets are off till Friday. That's the one thing with these baseball playoffs. Because of the wild card games being played on Tuesday and Wednesday, I mean, the Mets aren't starting their series in L.A. until next Friday. Until Friday, you yeah. got to wait till Friday, and you got to see Kershaw and DeGrom. I mean, what great matchups we have. Who are the Mets going with in Game 2? Are they pitching Harvey in Game 2? No, two? Syndergaard in Game 2. So they're going to put Syndergaard on the road and put Harvey at home. Yeah. Interesting. And, and I, you know what? I think... Uh, they, why they want to do that is they want to. They only want to have Harvey pitch one game in the series. Harvey's only going to throw one game in the series, and if it gets five games, Degrom's going to. I'll go tell you what, five. though, all the talk was about how Syndergaard is this guy that is not as good on the road as he is at home. Surprising to me that they're going to put him in game two. They're going to let Harvey be the guy that starts the first game at City Field. That's a pretty cool moment for Mets fans and Matt Harvey, though. Well, I think the whole thing with him not pitching on the road is a little kind of overblown. Well, his past couple of outings, he has been much better on the road. Yeah, but you know what? Let's. It's October. It's a different monster in October, and. Yoan Assessor said to Terry Collins at the end of the game, you know, this is where the fun begins. And, and, and hopefully it is. Hopefully the Mets are able to, to keep up with the Dodgers. And you said it. Uh, the Dodgers have a heck of a one-two. Probably the best one-two in baseball. You talk about Granky Kershaw. But, again, you know, the Mets counter with DeGrom, Syndergaard, and Harvey uh, going for them. So I, I think they have also a heck of a counter with, with the, what they got going on. But, again, the Mets just have to come in. they got to clean up some of the sloppy play they've played over the last week. And, yeah, they've lost five out of the last six games, but – they, they're not playing for How are you anything. feeling? You optimistic? You feel good? I, you got till Friday to you got to deal what? with this. Yeah, I'm not. Which is, I mean, I, that, that's just annoying. Still, you know what? That's it's a long still, time. It really still hasn't hit me yet that the Mets are in the playoffs. I think Friday night, 8 o'clock, when that first pitch is thrown, and the Mets are playing on TVS, playoff baseball, I will, it will sink in that the Mets are in the playoffs. And my playoff shirt will finally arrive. It's ridiculous. I ordered it a week and a half ago, and I'm still waiting for it. I know Mike Ivensky got his. Mike, where'd you order it from? My mom picked it up at Modell's. Oh, uh, see? I ordered it uh, from Mother M- Evansky? Yeah. Fine I should, woman. I probably should have done Fine that. Woman. I ordered it from MLB. It's it's delayed. Uh, the whole thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. They said it's going to... It's tracked. It's Why didn't you out. use your Met card? That's a Subway card. It's it's a, a Subway it has the Met logo on it. I have a card, but it's a Subway sandwich promotional card. Yeah, it's, but no one uses it for Subway. You could use it. You know, it's a Met card. You get, you get, it, I mean, it, it, is a Met, it is a Met credit card, but it does not help with that. But they say I will have it by Tuesday afternoon. So for I those who don't know, this has nothing to do with sports or baseball. But, Dan, you inhale your Subway sandwiches. Is this correct? I do like Subway sandwiches. All right, I love Subway. but And that's why I have a Mets promotional Subway card. gets me points every time I go. All right, well. And for those who wanted to know what Dan has in his wallet, there you go. It's a, Subway, it's a great, it, yeah. I mean, I've had it for a number of years now. I'm a big Subway fan. I'm a huge Subway fan. Huge, huge Subway so man. So my shirt should be here by Tuesday, Friday. I'll be wearing it. Game one. Well, we'll see I'm how the, we'll see how the Mets do. We'll, we'll have plenty more on the postseason baseball, the whole thing with the Mets taking on the Dodgers Friday night. But the Yankees play Tuesday. They're the big game. In I mean, New that's, York the this story, week. that's the story. That's until, the story until the Mets until, start. Until the, I mean, that is the story. Is that we have a, a heck of a baseball game coming up on Tuesday night where. You know, lights are gonna lights and cameras. It's all gonna be on Yankee Stadium and Tanaka, Keuchel, and this young uh, this young Houston Astros team, which has underachieved and underperformed the last six weeks of the season for the most part, losing the division. But again, anything can happen in these one game playoffs, and this is what Major League Baseball loves. I, you know, I truly think they love the fact that they're having 
you know, that today, the last game of the season, they had it set up. So every game started at the same time, 310. Every game started the playoff implications. And that American League West, it, it's really been a heck of a, of a finish to watch from the outside looking in, looking in on that American League West and the way it finished. I mean, the Angels weren't out of it. I mean, the Angels had an opportunity today to, to, to inch themselves a wild card berth. Obviously, they weren't able to do it. They lose to the Rangers. Rangers win the West. And we know the Astros are headed to Yankee Stadium on Tuesday night. But you know, this is what Major League Baseball loves. They love having this competition where the division means something here. It means something. And the Texas Rangers, to their credit, are going to win the American League West in unbelievable fashion. I think Bannister is going to easily get manager of the year in the American League. I, there's no doubt. Certainly deserves it with the job the Rangers have done uh, in the second I mean, half. It's unbelievable how well they played in the second half. It really it's, 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 it's mind-boggling how well they played. Unflippable, unflappable, unleakable. The Gustbuster is the only umbrella that won't flip inside out, rip, tear, or leak. Capable of withstanding winds over 55 miles per hour. All of our umbrellas are constructed of the finest quality materials and backed by a limited lifetime guarantee. What are you waiting for? Visit gustbuster.com and get your Gustbuster today. You are listening to the Asman and Butte podcast on ICTV.org and on iTunes. Back here on the Asman and Butte show, Jake Asman alongside Dan Butik. Lots going on in the program. We just opened up with some baseball. We talked about the Yankees' big game on Tuesday. We talked a little about the Mets. Mike Avensky's uh, Met underwear. It's been out every day since they that's clinched the division. That's what it's about, if Mike. If you're watching Mike on Periscope, a fan. Mike's our screener tonight, and he he loves his Mets. He's playing the Mets he, right he now. He loves the Mets, and, and so do I. Now, you got the Degrom going. Yep. That's what I. Hey, that's it, man. That's it. It's it's an exciting time to be a Mets fan for the first time in in nine years. It really is. Nine years. Nine long years. Nine long years. You, what were you like as a nine year old, Dan? I mean, you were nine. I was twelve. What were you like as a twelve? I was twelve. I was I was very 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 naive. I was very naive, and I will not make the same mistakes I made in two thousand six. I took it for granted that the Mets were going to win the division the next couple of years. I really did. So I, I, will, I will not miss an inning of the playoffs this year. I will make it my business not to miss a single pitch of the playoffs this year because I don't know when they're getting back, if they'll ever get back. 607-274-1842. We open up the phone lines. Our first call of the night is Anthony out in our hometown, Syosset. Anthony, what's going on? What's up, guys? How are you? Anthony, how are you? baby. How are you? Good to hear from you. What's going on? Let's go Yankees, Anthony. That's right. Tuesday night, uh, we'll be in the building. I can't wait to be there. Are you, uh, are you going to the game? We're going. I'm going to the game. I'm going to be in uh, section 202 in the bleachers with the uh, the, ble- the bleacher bleachers. Leo, it, it, it's going to be a heck of a crowd there, and, and uh, you know, it's going to be an experience you're probably never going to you're never going to experience again. It's a game. It's going to be a game seven atmosphere. Are you ready? Uh, are you excited? This is this is it. This is October baseball. I mean, they got a win day, and if they get killed, but this is o- depressing. But this is they're not going to get killed. This is October baseball. And this is this is what it's all about, man. This That's is what one it's game. All about. You know, it's it's worth whatever you pay to get in for this type of atmosphere if they win. And that's the bottom line. You know, the Yankees, they made their bed when they didn't win this division, but now they're in a scenario where they have this one game playoff in their building, win it, and then you know what, it doesn't matter if you're not the home team in the ALDS. We've seen that means nothing. Yep. Just win the series and then you're as good as any team. You have a chance as anyone to win a World Series. Yeah, it's like October baseball, so you know how it is. The atmosphere there is going to be probably insane. It's going to be a Game 7 atmosphere. Stewart die for them. You're going to have Tanaka against Keiko. I know Keiko's numbers against the Yankees this year are just absurd. I'm giving up a run. It's like 16 innings pitched. I saw Dan Tillman put the out a window, tweet. Throw it out the window, Anthony. It's October. Throw it out the it's window. It's a different ball game. Hey, I'll say it again for those who are just joining us. The 2000 New York Yankees. 
And I'm not saying the Yankees are going to win the World Series. I'm just trying to throw it out there that no, you don't have to finish hit. great you don't. To, you don't. to win a World Series. You don't have to, there's no such thing as momentum heading into the postseason, basically. I agree. They lost their last seven games. They lost 15 out of eight games in September. They won 87 games, and they finished as the American League wild card in the year 2000. What did that Yankees team do? They won the World Series. So it just you just don't know. You don't Get know. in and you got it's a chance. A, it's a gamble. You don't know. And I, and I will say this, Anthony. This isn't Dallas Keuchel pitching on a Wednesday afternoon in July at Yankee Stadium when the place is, you know, not even full. This is October playoff baseball, Keuchel, Tanaka, Tuesday night, Yankee Stadium, 8 p.m., all lights, all cameras, all action is going to be on Yankee Stadium. It's going to be an, It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. You're, you're, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna right. be crazy. I mean, this is what this is what this is it, man. I mean, at the beginning of the season, when people are saying the Yankees are this, the Yankees are that, they're not gonna be good. You know, they're gonna win seventy some odd games. They're gonna stink. They're gonna finish in last place. They're 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 hosting a playoff game. And yeah, I, I don't care. It's a one game playoff. The Yankees are hosting a playoff game, and they've had a heck of a season, and they deserve to. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a crazy atmosphere, and I expect the Yankee fans to come out uh come out in packs. Yeah, if you told me the beginning of the year we're gonna have 87 wins, we're gonna be, you know, this far, I would have told you you're gonna be kidding because I didn't think we were gonna be this far. I mean, you didn't know what you were gonna get from all the guys, you know, Arod, Tashara, Arod's done. You never know. I, there I were, want Arod to have a huge game on Tuesday. How huge, awesome would that be? No, it would be great. And there were huge question marks coming into the season. Arod didn't play last year. You can't expect much out of him. Tashara hasn't really played much the last couple of years. You know, who knows what Tanaka? When's his elbow gonna blow out? That's what we heard in spring training. Oh, his elbow. Ugh. He ended up being fine. It was, it was no issue here. His, his elbow's fine. He's pitching a playoff game. So uh, g- give me a break. The Yankees. He's pitching the one-game playoff. It's not even just like, oh, you know, he was okay this year. I mean, he consistently, yeah, from start to finish, besides Severino, who hasn't done it as long as Tanaka has this year, has been their best pitcher. And I think the Yankees are in a great spot. They're at home. And the Houston Astros have not played good baseball. I know they, they've won some games here when they've needed to, but they have not played good baseball the last couple weeks. And I think yeah. the Yankees are going to be. I think the Yankees are going to come out and they're going to they're going to be swinging. I, I really do. I think they're going to. I think they're going to be in good shape at the end of Tuesday night. I do. I think the Yankees are going to win. I really do. I hope, man. I hope. I think the Yankees I, are going to win. I we think, hope too. I think in a in a in a game like this, home fe- in a game in a game seven like this, and that's what it is. It's a game seven essentially. Home field advantage means a lot when when you're not playing any other games previously and you're just coming in cold, one game elimination. Home field has a lot to do with it. It's going to play a big factor. And the Yankees being at home, I don't care that they backed in. I don't care that they parked their car and reversed in to that home field. I mean, they crawled they in, but it, it doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, they, 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 they did crawl in, but so did, so did Houston. Houston also crawled yeah, in. Houston, stay, Houston stinks. They played terrible. That's why, you know, I want Keiko this, Keiko that. Houston's played bad. They've played really bad. They at one point had an eight-and-a-half game lead, and looks like they were going to walk away with the, uh, 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 the American League West, and they fell apart the last couple months of the season. So if you're a Yankee fan, feel confident, feel good going into Tuesday night. I think it's going to be a heck of a matchup. I mean, it's a coin flip. You have two pitchers that have shown they have an ability to pitch at a dominant level. Keiko has done it specifically against the Yankees. So the bottom line is, if you're the Yankees, just find a way to win this game. That's all it comes down to. I mean, we could analyze the matchups, the lineups. It comes down to, is Tanaka as good as Keiko when it matters? That's really what this game will come down to. Tanaka has this one bad inning where he gives up three runs in the first inning. That might be the game right there. How many? How, Tanaka has pitched one start since the hamstring at City Field, right? Correct. Yep. And he gave up four and five? Uh, he gave up four runs and five innings against right. the Red Sox. Well, it, it, it's a different ball game, Anthony. Thanks for the call. Really appreciate it. It is a different ball game 
out at City, out at Yankee Stadium playoff baseball. And, and I expect the Yankees to come out. And the veteran, I think, in a, in a game like this, having the veterans makes the difference. Having Carlos Beltran in your lineup makes the difference. Well, this is why you bring these guys in. Brian McCann is back in the postseason, first time with the Yankees. Carlos Beltran, he's had his whole career in the postseason. A-Rod missed a year. He's back. This is why you have these guys. After the year that the Yankees had, when everyone thought they weren't going to be very good, they thought they might be a last-place team, it was Boston that was awful, just throwing it out there to all the Red Sox fans <laughs> that attacked me. You know, on the sh- very show saying that how the Yankees are going to be terrible and Boston was this great team that was going to win the World Series. They've now come in last back-to-back years or fourth place, whatever they were this year. Bottom line is with this Yankees team, a lot, a lot was expected in the offseason. Where they are right now is in a position where if they win on Tuesday, they have as good a chance as anyone of winning a World Series. Because how many times have we seen it? You get in, you have a chance. Just last year, both World Series teams we're played in the wildcard yep. game. You get in, you have a chance. That's what I keep telling people. I understand they didn't play well the last month, but they got in, and they're very lucky they're playing at home, but it doesn't matter. They're playing at home, and now's their opportunity to make something of it. Absolutely. They have an opportunity here to to, 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 to win the game and move on and play the Kansas City Royals in the divisional round. And, and like I said, you're disappointed you didn't win the division, yes, but at the same time, you know, you got to relish the fact that this team is in the playoffs. We're relishing it, baby. you got to relish it, We're man. enjoying it. it you know, put it, some honey mustard on it. Put, I mean, come on. put some honey mustard on it. You know, enjoy it. It's great to see both New York some teams. Some wings over Ithaca it's wings. Nice, I'll tell you what. It's nice to see New, both New York teams back in the back in the postseason. I mean, it, it's been too long since 2006 since we've seen that, and I think both teams are more than deserving to be there. And I think baseball's better. I think the sport is better when both New York teams are playing well and in October. And that's what we have here. And we have the Mets and the Yankees in the postseason for the first time since 2006. It's, yeah, I, it's and. We haven't we haven't seen the Mets in the postseason in nine years, but the Yankees haven't been in the postseason in two years. No, I mean for the Yankees, not being in the postseason in two years is a long time. This is a team that's in the postseason almost every year. They missed it in '08, then they missed it again in, in 2013 and 14. Something that hasn't happened over the previous years. The Yankees are in the playoffs, which seems like every year. The past years have been rough. They couldn't make it last year in Jeter's final season. They're back this year when A-Rod's back, and let's see what they could do. I mean, how many times have we got to say it? Games on Tuesday. We'll see how they do. It should be a good matchup, and I think the rest of the playoffs really uh, look good too. Toronto, uh, I like again. And Kansas City is an interesting team, and the winner of the Houston, uh, the Houston Yankee game on Tuesday will be will face the Royals. The Roy- look at the Kansas City Royals this year. They had a heck of a season. They did, and they a lost- lot of people thought that maybe yep. what they did last year was a bit of a fluke, but they proved all their doubters wrong. They won that division in, in a very dominating fashion. They won the division in dominating fashion, and they were without. Holland's now out. He had Tommy John surgery yeah. last week. They're without their closer, so I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, whoever they play, whether it's Houston or the Yankees, that's going to be that's going to be an interesting matchup, an interesting dynamic at the back end of the game. If Houston has, if uh, Kansas City has a lead, six zero seven two seven four eighteen four two. Giuseppe in Brockport, New York. Giuseppe, what's going on? Hey guys, long time, first time. I really enjoy the show. Um, I just wanted to say, I, I think it's the Blue Jays' year this season. They really you sold think it's up. the year of the Blue Jays, Giuseppe? I think it's the year of the Blue Jays, Dan. Uh, you know, they they have just been unreal these past couple months. They sold out at the uh, All Star or at the trade deadline. They got a guy like David Price. They got a Troy Tulowitzki, Ben Revere. They they just they went all in this season, and I think it's going to pay off. I think they had the best lineup in the game, and when you have David Price at the top of that rotation. Uh, that can definitely take you a long way in the playoffs. So I think it's the Blue Jays' year. I think even if they play 
a team like the Cardinals in the World Series, they'll still come out victorious because their lineup is that good. I know it's a pitching league, and I know that playoffs, a big thing is pitching, but I think they have a good enough staff to suffice, and, and I think that they have a, a lineup that is uh, – better than anything we've seen the past few years. You're absolutely right. and I think it's the Blue Jays. They have to be looked at as the favorites, at least in the American League, maybe in, in, in baseball right now. I know the Cardinals, how good they were. But I think when you look at the Blue Jays, it's the lack of experience they have in the postseason. We know how good David Price is, but we've seen a couple times pitchers like Clayton Kershaw is a perfect example of this, a great regular season pitcher that hasn't pitched great in the postseason. Let's see what David Price has. Let's see if he could pitch well in the postseason. I think he will. I think the Blue Jays are a really good team. But a lot of times we see a team that gets really hot and they cool off and all it takes is them to cool off just a bit for them to lose the playoff series. But I think if you're looking at the American League, you have to put the Blue Jays as the favorites to come out of the AL, at least as we sit here right now for the playoff start. Well, Giuseppe, I'll tell you this. The Toronto Blue Jays went out there at the trade deadline and made every single move they had to make to win this division. They got Troy Tulowitzki. They got David Price. You know, they got LaTroy Hawkins to add him to the back of a weak bullpen. They made the moves they had to make to be in the spot they are. And I agree with you. They took a lineup that was really good and made it great by inserting Troy Tulowitzki. Remember, they have Josh Donaldson, Jose Batista. Who they got for nothing. Edwin Encarnacion. I mean, they have a heck of a lineup. You, you said it. You hit the nail right on the head, Giuseppe. They have a heck of a lineup. And they're a force to be reckoned with. And now... they got to pitch, though. That's talk, what it comes down to. And their bullpen might have a couple of question marks there. But I think if you look at an overall team with how good their lineup is, and when you got Price and you got Estrada, and, you know, I mean, Ari Dickey is like the fourth or fifth guy on this team. And, and he was a guy that they counted on a couple of years ago and was to be their Cy ace. And a former Cy Young award winner. The Toronto Blue Jays are one of those teams that I look at in this playoff team, in the playoffs, in the tournament right now. That is built to win right now. They are built for this moment, to win in October. They are constructed that way. That's what the Blue Jays' goal was when they made these trades at the deadline on July 31st, to put themselves in a position because they know that they have the type of lineup that could score eight or nine runs on any given night. Absolutely. I think it's the best lineup that I've seen in maybe the past five years. Oh, I agree with you. I, it, it's one of the best lineups that that that, that I mean, Russell constructed you know, in the last couple of years. Russell Martin hits like sixth or seventh in that lineup. And this guy was was he not an All Star this year? Last year was an All Star. I mean, they just gave him an eighty five million dollar contract. Yeah, I mean, this, they could plug him anywhere in that lineup. And, you look at what Batista has done. We know how good Ann Carson is. We know how good Donaldson is. Donaldson's arguably you know a, a, a the MVP of the American League this season. That's how good Toronto's lineup is. They're deep. They have a lot of guys that have done it in the regular season. But let's see how they perform in the postseason. That would be my only concern about the Blue Jays, that and their bullpen. And that and the, and the fact that the baseball playoffs are a bit of a crapshoot. But you look at it, you have to pick a favorite. I think you'd be foolish not to say the Blue Jays are the favorite to come out in the AL. And even though the Royals um a little bit better on total wins, but I look at the Blue Jays and I just think they are going to be certainly a force to be reckoned with in uh, the divisional round, and then if they get to the championship series. And they're a team, and we thank you for the call, Giuseppe. They're a team that is built to win now. And there, there's a few teams in this playoff circuit, the Yankees being one of them, I think the Mets being one of them with the, with the moves they made at the deadline and their urgency to win. Um, a couple of teams here that are built for playoff baseball, and I think the Blue Jays fit into that caliber as one of those teams. Listening to the Asmund and Budic podcast. Make sure you go on to iTunes and subscribe to the show.